This is Main Event Status Radio. I am the Dirty Dog Darcy. On this edition of the podcast, I am riding solo because, well, because I want to, and I wanted to discuss this match that I'm podcasting on, Shawn Michaels versus Hot Rod Rowdy Roddy Piper. This match is from the March WrestleMania 8 released or aired on March 29th, 1992. Throughout the clip, I saw signs hitting from the Raptors claiming primetime wrestling. So I'm assuming this was probably taped during primetime wrestling tapings or whatever else. And me doing some dirty little research, I thanks give thanks to the history of WWE.com to give me some dirty little uh, dirty little results. This episode of the March to WrestleMania was taped on March 10th, 1992, which happens to be on my fourth birthday. 
This was taped in Biloxi, Mississippi, which was announced in the opening clip for the podcast from Goreda Monsoon, Daddy-O, or should I say Gino, from the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. Along with this research that I found on the history of WWE.com, I guess the match between Michaels and Bre- uh, Michaels and Piper that I'll be reviewing, I guess was the first match of the card. The rest of the results are as follows. The second match of the night featured WWF World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair, along with his second, Mr. Perfect, defeating, jumping Jim Brunzo. Match number three featured Jake the Snake Roberts, defeating Jim Powers. And in the main event match, I can't believe this was even the main event, but the main event match saw the natural, the natural disasters, easy for me to say, defeating Kato and Barry Horowitz. Normally when I had Mr. Beverly Hills on, I would ask him about those guys, but the only person I'm really, I don't think, I think I know is Kato, but I could do some research right now, but it really doesn't matter to me. Uh, the reason why I am podcasting currently on Shawn Michaels versus Roddy Piper from March of 1992 is because I was randomly researching, I guess randomly looking, not researching, randomly searching Roddy Piper matches on YouTube. And I found this one, and this seemed pretty interesting, at least according to the thumbnail that I saw. So I clicked on to kind of watch parts of it on my lunch break at work, and I bookmark it to watch later and well here's the review 1992 Shawn Michaels was definitely on his way up and I always enjoyed 92 1991 and 1993-ish Shawn Michaels matches uh, throughout the podcast you know the history of the podcast I've mentioned I've been a huge Shawn Michaels fan uh, Shawn Michaels performance at WrestleMania attending the latter match against Razor Ramon and his Royal Rumble 1995 performance were two of the matches that hooked me into professional wrestling and made me fall in love with the Heartbreak Kid. I said, going back with the WWE Network, YouTube, Daily Motion, whatever else, I love watching. You know, this his early singles running the WWF. I definitely love seeing him using moves. In matches like we will see in this match that he would use as his finisher or, you know, during this time you would see him putting things together that would become a traditional quote-unquote Shawn Michaels match. Obviously he wasn't on the level he was in in the 97-98 era before he uh, retired for four years or he wasn't nowhere near his 2002 to I think 2010 run. But it was great to see Shawn Michaels on the rise moving up the card, and all that. I just love watching Shawn Michaels' promos, Shawn Michaels' matches from the early 90s because yeah, it's fun for me to watch Michaels put together the Heartbreak Kid the heartbreak kid gimmick. I always enjoyed Piper matches and promos. Uh, I think the reason why I got onto watching or looking up Piper, random Piper YouTube matches was I think I saw something on either Twitter or Facebook about somebody mentioning, you know, this would have been back over the summer that Roddy Piper, it will be the year anniversary of Roddy Piper's death. This would have been probably the end of July. Um, 
in, in listening to other wrestling podcasts, I've been hearing reviews of like Roddy Piper's run in WCW 1996 and how Piper's promos were nonsense and gibberish and nothing made sense. And which made me think about Piper's run in the WWF, you know, from the early 80s during the Hulkamania rise to the greater on this time, I think up to 96 where he left the WWF to join WCW. You know, he'd, you know, be on a full-time basis, leave for a while, film a movie, film a TV show, whatever else, come back for a little while, leave again, so on and so forth, be the interim WWF president when Vader took out Gorilla Monsoon, Gino, and all that. So I, I just had the inkling to look up Roddy Piper matches and how to found this one. Um, one thing I wish about Piper was, after watching this match, I wish Roddy Piper had a chance to have a run with a WWF title in the 80s sometime, or even in 92, 93, 94, where, you know, with the steroid trial, Vince was grabbing straws, putting the, you know, trying different new guys out to, as his WWF champion you know, with Bret Hart, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, the smaller guys. I feel like Piper fits in just perfectly with those guys. So I do not know why Piper couldn't have a run in 92. And I feel like with this match that I watched on YouTube mere minutes before hitting the record button to lay down this podcast on cassette, digital, CD, vinyl, however you guys are listening to this, I believe Piper could have brought up the WWF title in 92, 93. You know, he's known for having great matches with Ric Flair. This match was lead up to his Intercontinental title match with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 8. was one of my favorite childhood matches. I used to rent WrestleMania 8 as well on VHS from a local video store in Cambridge, Minnesota. Just to see, obviously, Savage and Flair for the WWF title, but also to see Bret Hart versus Roddy Piper for the Intercontinental Championship. So I wish... Piper could have had a chance to run with the WWF title even after WrestleMania 8, have a feud with Ric Flair throughout the summer, maybe be the one to take the title off of Ric Flair at SummerSlam or something, at Survivor Series, and continue on and all that. I I guess that's just me fantasy booking and all that, and all that fun stuff. Then I thought I'll grab my Magic 8-Ball. I don't know if you guys can really hear it faintly, three earbuds, but I grabbed my Magic 8-Ball that I got for this podcast, and I asked, this po- asked my Magic 8-Ball, should I review a match? Should I record a podcast? I shook the ball up, flipped it over, and my Magic 8-Ball told me, if you even uh, read, come on, come on, you dumb Magic 8-Ball, that, yes, a definite yes, I should record a podcast, so here it is, here's the podcast, and before before I talk about the match, I did just get got a uh, text from the higher the powers that be here in Main Event Status Radio. They said, "Dirty Dog, hold the phone, hold the ring bell, hold the Magic Eight Ball. Quit shaking the Magic Eight Ball. You need to go and do a quick, quick break before you go into the review. So here's my break. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here. I'm just messing with you. The President of the United States of America. Fight for the rights of every man. 
I made a Dutch apple pie. American, fight for what's right. Fight for your life. First, nationwide, I shall abolish all vehicular speed limits. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Yes! No! You gotta take a stand, it don't help to hide. Shut up, Brian. How? WWE sucks. Huh? Sucks! Huh? Sucks! I am thankful for medical marijuana because without it, I couldn't catch the current WWE product. <laughs> but look at the confidence in Shawn Michaels. This man is a future, future champion and the star of the 90s. The power of, I'm not exactly sure what. She is in love. But as soon she loves, she loves money and loves herself. And now she's mounted a new meal packet. Piper trying to get her attention. But you're going to get Shawn Michaels' attention, Mr. Piper. here on the podcast thank you guys for the break thank you for sticking through the break and the clip opens up with mike mcgurk telling us that the following contest is scheduled for one fall man i love mike mcgurk i wish mike mcgurk was able to be around for a lot longer than what she was i guess when i hear mike mcgurk's voice i it brings me back back to my childhood and all that Bobby Hinn and Gorilla Monsoon are announcers for the clip. You guys heard it at the beginning of the podcast. You know, the opening few minutes or so. Gino tells us we're in Biloxi, Mississippi. And I really loved when Shawn Michaels is coming out with sensational Sherry as his manager by his side. That Shawn Michaels wants the winner of the Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania 8, or after WrestleMania 8 between champion Roddy Piper and Brett the Hitman Hart. 
cool stuff in my opinion. <laughs> I giggled because of Gorilla's line about calling Shuri a leech. You guys heard it in the opening of the podcast. I really don't need to go more into it. Another line that I loved in the opening line, opening clip that I, you know, like I said, I included in the intro of the podcast was Bobby's line about Roddy Piper. He should have two belts, that one and the one across his mouth. Within mere moments, minutes of the pod, of this clip and the clip and all that, I am extremely happy to hear Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan do the play-by-play and color commentary. I love Bobby Heenan. I love his quick wits. I wish I could be quick, have quick wits. I wish I could be as witty as Bobby the Brain Heenan. I, you know, I kind of after this, you know, after Piper, you know, came out during the clip, I was, I think, kind of like I mentioned before the first break, that I found it odd that Piper only held the Intercontinental title from the Royal Rumble 1992 to WrestleMania 8. I felt like he could have brought up the Intercontinental title a lot more. He did have a uh, awesome WrestleMania 8 match with Bret Hart, probably one of my favorite WrestleMania matches in history. But I also find it funny that the only other title that that Roddy Piper held the WWE was when he was a World Tank Team Champion for eight days in November of 2008, I believe, with Ric Flair, that he because he was voted as Ric Flair's partner on Cyber Sunday. It well, it sucks that he was only held it for eight days because of cancer and all that. He had to lose a title to get that taken care of. But I wish, like I was kind of thinking about, philosophizing about, mumbling into a microphone earlier about, I wish Piper could have held more titles in the WWF, had longer runs, more title, awesome title matches, awesome title feuds. But, hey, history is history. You really can't change that. One thing that was cool to see was Earl Hebner was the referee for this match. And one thing that I had a question about that, I guess... I was thinking about wondering throughout the match was, was this for the Intercontinental title because Earl Hebner held the belt up? So was this for the title? Was this not for the title? I don't know. So one thing that kind of made me question about what was going on with the opening of this clip was, Sherry walked over to Piper and left up his kilt. And we see his knee pads. The announcer kind of mentioned his knee pads. So I really don't know what was going on, you know, with Piper you know, Sherry lift up his kilt, I don't know, whatever else. I guess it made me laugh a little bit that to hear Sherry laugh that she lifted up Piper's kilt. Uh, then after that, Sherry walked over, took Sean's leather jacket off. Piper walked over, slapped her on her butt. Sean got mad, which, yeah, I don't blame him. And because of that, I have an awesome main event status radio, Mellow Yellow. Let me open it up for you guys. Ooh, tasty. Let's look for the podcasting man, for the podcast listener man. Woman, let's get this underwear. The match starts when Michaels points a finger in the Piper's face. They lock up, kind of getting like a lock-up battle and all that. Ruff breaks him up. Piper spits in Michaels' face, goes after him again. Both my both guys get into a shoving match, doing a slapping contest. I got a good laugh out of that because obviously that was Piper's forte back in the day, slapping, jabbing, being a brawler, a fighter with people. 
and would also be able to be a technical wrestler with people, depending on the match, depending on the opponent, and obviously the same thing with Shawn Michaels. On the opening of the match, we saw a lot of uh, counters, reversals into a pin attempt, only getting a two count. Michaels hit a cross body, Piper reversed it and got a two count. Michaels tries to deck Piper, Piper ducks, hits the, or tries to hit an atomic drop. Michaels counters into like a victory roll, roll up. Penitent only gets a two count. Um, both guys get to their feet. Michaels tries a drop kick. Piper grabs both his ankles. Michaels fell to his back. Piper also counters a drop kick into a slingshot, which sent Michaels face first into the top turnbuckle. Piper only got a two count. I kind of like opening matches starting up like that. Uh, both wrestlers able to counter one another, showing that they studied their opponent, and they knew what their opponent might try to pull out to pull out in their match and have counters. I guess that's just me, a studier, a study, like a student of the game. It makes me appreciate that even in 1992, Roddy Piper and Sean seemed to be students of the game. No pun intended to Triple H. Right around this time, Sherry jumped on the ring apron to distract Piper. He went over, big ol', gave her a big ol' wet smooch, kiss, and then we went to a commercial break. I found this funny because a clip that I found, which I'll add to the show notes, that we went to a commercial break, came right back, and it was in the same spot right where we left commercial break. So I found that kind of funny seeing uh, Sherry having a disgusted look on her face, being kissed by the hot rod himself, which... I really don't blame her for having a nasty look in my face, being kissed by Roddy Piper. After you know, after the kiss, after we came back from the commercial break, Shawn Michaels ran over and clotheslined Piper over the top rope, and the action spilled to the floor. Shawn Michaels followed him up to the floor, smashed his face on the steps, rolled back into stop the ten count. Sure, he went on all fours to distract Piper, attack a smack to him, all that fun jazz, try to get in. Piper's head, which we all know, Piper's known for getting into his opponent's head. So I really don't know what Sherry was thinking. Why this would get into, why would this would work with Roddy Piper? Because it normally doesn't work, but for this case, surprisingly enough, it did. After Piper got up, you know, was crawling towards Sherry, you know, down one side of the ring on the outside. Piper got up, turned around, and. And connected face first with Shawn Michaels' flying axe handle, which was beautiful. Moments later, the match went back into the ring. Michaels had the advantage. We saw a rear chin lock, and right around this time, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon were putting over Rossmini 8, telling the listeners, the viewers at home, to make sure they order WrestleMania 8, they were putting over the Intercontinental title match, saying that, you know, the guys were, you know, guys were roughly the same size, same caliber of wrestlers, and all that Intercontinental title match would be probably the best matches of the night, over WrestleMania 8, and all that fun stuff. Michaels hits uh, Sweet Chin Music out of nowhere, as a transitional move. Uh, Piper was able to... He getting himself out of the rear chin, out of the rear chin lock, you know, with some elbows, slaps to the gut, all that fun stuff. Piper got Irish whip, Irish whip to the ropes, and Michaels, bam, out of nowhere, 
Sweet chin music, a transitional move. Boo. I guess, like I said earlier, this is why I like watching matches like this with Shawn Michaels to see where, you know, kind of see where uh, Michaels was coming from and learn, kind of seeing where, you know, what Michaels was learning, what Michaels was doing, and kind of seeing Michaels put things together that would make, you know, this crescent kick that I believe Gino called this that move as. See him kind of use that as a transition move, though, which later become his finishing maneuver. I talk about Shawn Michaels' finishing maneuver. Michaels went for a teardrop suplex, which was his finishing maneuver at that time, and Piper countered that with a punch to the face. Both guys then went on to a slap punch contest. Michaels tried to Irish with Piper in the opposing corner. Didn't work out so well. Michaels took the corner chest first, landed on the top rope, which gave Piper the advantage to come over, start kicking Michaels in the breadbasket. Which, you know, with the bouncy of the ropes, Michaels is kind of bouncing like a basketball on the top rope, which the fans pot. And in words of Mr. Beverly Hills, it was probably fans being uh, dubbed in cheering, just to get me irritated, just to piss off Mr. Beverly Hills. Fun stuff, I suppose. And shortly after, like, the third kick or so, Michaels flew up and landed crotch first on the top rope, and that's when I noticed I think the fans' cheering may have been piped in. So Mr. Beverly Hills, after 80-some episodes of Main Event Status Radio, I think I finally learned where... I think I finally picked up where fans might be cheered and piped in and all that. Uh, after landing crotch first and on the top rope and flying you know, back first under the mat, Piper uh, hit Shawn Michaels with the knee smash when Michaels started to get up onto his feet. Uh, after the knee smash, Michaels flew face first in the top rope and uh, Piper grabbed him in, the, in a headlock, was went, going for the bulldog, then Michael shoved Piper off. Piper shoulder-blocked the referee, Earl Hebner. Earl, you deserve that. And out of nowhere, Michaels ran Piper, or ran, ran after Piper and hit him with a clothesline. Approach, you know, right away, out of nowhere, you know, Piper actually ran into the referee, then like half a second later, Michaels hit with the clothesline. It was beautiful. I very enjoyed that. Right around that time is when uh, Bobby Heenan was questioned. Gorilla Monsoon was asking, was this a title match? That is the title of State No, this is a non-title match. Oh, darn it. Thank you, Gorilla, for clarifying that. Thank you, Bobby Heenan, for asking that. Because I was wondering, too, I'm sure listeners at home of this podcast were wondering if this was a title match or not. I'm sure viewers of the March to WrestleMania 8 were wondering, was this for the Intercontinental Championship? And I guess it wasn't. So I don't know why Earl Hebner held the Intercontinental title up. At the beginning of the show, beginning of the match, Earl quit screwing around with me and my heart. Anyway... Right around this time is when the finish came around. Sherry took off her boot, tossed it into the ring. Michaels caught it and waffled Bret, or waffled Bret Hart, waffled Piper with it. Michaels went over, covered him, and the ref was still out. Right around that time, Sherry was trying to shake the referee, shirk Earl Hebner, quit napping, quit screwing around, do your job, wake up, make the pinfall, cover. Let Michaels let Shawn Michaels win this match. And then Brett the Hitman Hart came out. 
he waddled down the ring in his pink tights. I was wondering what was going on. Bobby Heenan was wondering what was going on. Then he brought the Brett the Hitman Hart, Mr. Hitman, threw Sherry's boot into Piper, you know, into the ring to Piper. Piper caught it, tried to swing at Michaels, but Michaels ducked thankfully. And Earl finally wakes up, saw that Piper swung Sherry's boot at Michaels' face, turned around and called for the bell. Called this a disqualification, called it the way he saw it. Which, I was happy to see that Shawn Michaels won by disqualification. After the bell, Piper walked up to, uh, walked, uh, see, uh, yeah, right around that time. Sorry, my notes were kind of goofy. You guys know I don't like to take notes much because I get confused. Bobby Heaton agreed with the referee that that was the right call. And I agree with Bobby Heaton that was the right call. Referee finally woke up. Saw that Piper had Sherry's boot and was swinging towards Michaels with it. Who knows what was happen- uh, happening when he was out cold? Good call. After that, Michaels and Sherry ran, you know, walked off, went up the aisle way, went backstage. Piper walked over to Brett, who was standing obviously on the outside. Piper started to shout at Brett Hart, uh, blaming Brett Hart for his loss to Shawn Michaels and telling Brett, to stay out of his way, stay out of his business, all that fun stuff. And then, <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon sends it to Vince McMahon, and Bobby Heenan asks, Who? So instead of sending it to Vince McMahon, I'm going to send it to a quick break, and I'll be right back to close off this podcast.
And we're back here on Main Event Status Radio. Thank you guys for tuning in, listening to me babble for half hour, give or take, a little over a half hour, about Shawn Michaels versus Rowdy Roddy Piper from March of 1992 on the march to WrestleMania 8. I really, very, very, very enjoyed this match. I'll add it to the show notes, guys. Please go out and read away. This is like 12-ish minutes long, clip-wise. About an eight- or nine-minute match. Definitely worthwhile. Check it out. Thank you guys for listening. You guys can check me out on the Twitter machine at DirtyDogMES, and that's dog as in D-A-W-G, at DirtyDogMES. Also on Facebook, the show is check out, check us out, hit the like button, interact with us there. Interact with me there. Interact with Mr. Beverly Hills there. Facebook.com slash Main Event Status Radio. There's three ways you guys can listen to us over at our website, MainEventStatus.com. Again, that's MainEventStatus.com. You guys can listen to us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash Main Event Status Radio. Listen to us there. Or on iTunes. Hit the subscribe button. Type in Main Event Status Radio. Hit the subscribe, rate us, review us, help us move up the charts, let help people find us by leaving a review. Five-star rating would be greatly appreciated. I thank you guys for that. Thank you guys for listening. I am the Dirty Dog Darcy, and I'll catch you guys in the next main event, Gino. Do you want to be in my game, my game, my game? want to be in my game? I